Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Claude Code. This week, I am doing an interview, and I have somebody very, very, very special who is definitely going to help you guys suffocate your bullshit so that you can win at life, reclaim your life, get in control of your life. First, if you guys are new here, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. If you're joining me again, hit the like button. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at GlowUpWithClaude and also the beautiful Janelle Wheel is here. Hi, Janelle. Hi. What's your Instagram so everybody can just get that out of the way? Uh, Janelle Wheel. That's it. <laughs> and I'll put that in the description so you guys won't have to like go fetching for the spelling. Um, Janelle is from BC, Canada, British Columbia, Canada. She is an online coach. And I was so inspired by her story. I'm going to let her tell you guys. So can you tell us a little bit about basically your story and what brought you here today to doing what you do now? So I used to weigh 750 pounds and I've lost over 450 pounds now. God. <laughs> so do you want to know that story or do you want to know business story? <laughs> no, I, we, we need to get First, before we handle the business story, we need to know the dirty, dirty. Yeah. So I um, lost my father right very, very suddenly. And he was my rock. And I didn't know how to cope with grief. And I'd always been like 160, 180 pounds my entire life. Just, you know, was comfortable in my body or whatever. And the day I lost him is the day that I lost myself. And so in extreme grief, I didn't know how to handle it. And I ate my, myself, my whole, every single feeling, whether it would be happy, sad, mad, I ate. And so um, over 10 years, I gained, a hundred, uh, I went up to 750 pounds. Um, I did diet after diet, $30,000 in shakes, pills, um, programs. I remember we ordered Nutrisystem for me and I ate it an entire weekend instead of the entire month. And so, oh <laughs> yeah, like I was just, I was so broken on the inside. And so it wasn't till I started therapy that I really realized like, oh, okay, well there's, there's things that I need to do, but it just wasn't working. Nothing was working. And so I was at a point where I wanted to kill myself and so I came up with this six-week plan for my, my son and my husband at the time. And um, I said, okay, well, if I can get them their groceries for six weeks and I can get, you know, things like that, they should be able to survive before, like, my husband has a full-on breakdown. If everything's, like, okay in the house and everything and someone, you know, will help them. And so I made this whole plan and I was ready to, like, leave this world because I was so miserable. I couldn't. I couldn't walk. I couldn't breathe. I just felt like a horrible mother. I couldn't do anything with my son. And so I mustered up the courage to go grocery shopping and took my son with me. We went and bought every treat, everything that they could need for six weeks. And we came home and it was dark. It was raining. It was October. And I took him out of the car seat and put him down and I reached back to get my purse and when I looked back, he was gone. There, were, I couldn't see him anywhere. And we're talking like toddler, like he's like four at this point, right? So he's just like all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And then I see out of the corner of my eyes his little blonde hair and his blue jacket running down the driveway. And we lived on a super, super busy highway. 
So I'm like, fuck, like, oh my God, I'm screaming, Lucas, Lucas, please stop, please stop, like screaming. And I start to like try to run and I'm 750 pounds and I'm trying to run. And I probably got like 16, 20 steps and felt like I was having a heart attack and collapsed on the ground. And I just watch him run out onto the busy highway. And my dog jumps the fence, grabs him by the back of the jacket as a semi truck went by. And I literally crawled to him and bawled my eyes out. And I promised him that I would never, because I saw his life, my life, everybody's life in my family flash before my eyes. And I promised him that day that I would do everything to live. And so from that moment, um, I collected him, I grabbed him. I sat there for probably two hours because I couldn't get up. My in-laws, uh, live, we lived on the same property. They came home. Connor's dad helped me up. We got him in the house and I started calling personal trainers. And I was just like one after the other. And all of them said, no, they're like, no, you're too heavy. You're heart attack risk. I can't help you. There's no gym that'll take you because you're too heavy. And this girl, this trainer who just got her personal trainer license, um, her mom, who who I knew, said, I'll take you. She's like, I have a little basement gym. She's like, I'll help you. And every single appointment that she said, I went for three days a week, one hour. I would take my 30 minutes to rock myself out of bed. I would take 20 minutes to put on my shoes. I would get to the car. I would walk up her stairs, walk down her stairs, sit on a workout bench, try to catch my breath for 30 minutes. I'd work out for 15 to 20 minutes at a time. And then I would do that whole walk back to home again. And I, and I showed up every single time, every single day. And in 10 months, I lost 100 pounds. And then it just like snowballed from there. After I lost about 250 pounds, people were asking me like, well, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so just exercise and stuff like that. And like, I was feeling so great and everything. Um, I'm five, six. So I carried my weight pretty well, like in the my lower half of my body mostly. Um, so it was quite proportioned, but as I started to lose the weight, I started to be able to walk more. So I would always challenge myself to walk to the end of the driveway. And if I could get to the end of the driveway and take a break and walk back, I was great. But then I would like go down one, you know how like a, a sidewalk has like those lines in it? Yeah. Well, if I could do one, then I'll try again tomorrow for another one. And I kind of would do that every single day until I got to the point where I could walk to her house. And then I would walk back and I got rid of my car. Um, so I would have to challenge myself to walk everywhere. And I dragged my kid with a little wagon and like, oh yeah, it was just like, yeah, I I went all in. And I've never looked back from that day because I I will never give up on him again. I will never give up on my son. I'll never give up on my now daughter. I'll never give up on our family. So was yeah. it like instant for you in that moment of like, okay that's it. Like I have to do something. It was yeah. like, immediate. That, it was the rock bottom moment. Like my whole entire life flashed before my eyes and as much pain and shame and guilt as I was in, nothing could ever, if, if you ever watched your child almost die, that just like, was like worse than any pain I'd ever felt. What yeah. would you say to someone who might be in a similar position or like definitely on their way there, but hasn't experienced something this traumatic. Cause I get that a lot. Like, well, I haven't really, but you know, I'm, I'm healthy. Like I'm 350 pounds, but like my blood work is healthy. Like, first of all, I think you're, it, that it's so fucking inspiring. It's beyond like, I, that, 
as I said that, I was like, that's not enough. Like, I don't even know uh, what the proper word is, but you're a savage. And <laughs> what would you say to someone who like maybe hasn't experienced that yet? Yeah, you don't need to hit a rock bottom. You need to have a vision. So what is it that you really want to accomplish? Is it a health goal? Is it the way you want to look? Is it all of those things? But there's got to be like a strong why behind it. So for me, that was my why. But then when I talk to other women, their why sometimes is just being healthier because they don't want to live out of pill bottles like they watch their mom and their aunts do. They don't want to repeat the same over and over, gaining and losing the weight over and over and over again like they watch their mother do. And so they have to find their why. And when I, when I, when I say to them, I'm like, you know, all you have to do is concentrate on today. You could quit tomorrow, but not today. And if you tell yourself that every day, it goes by pretty quickly. Wow. I love that. And as far as grief, like when you lost your dad, cause I know I, I pursue that in a certain way, but what do you say to people now who are dealing with, who are dealing with grief? Like, how would you help someone through that? get help. Um, if therapy isn't the thing, definitely go with a life coach. That was a game changer for me because they call you on your bullshit. Like a therapist will ask you questions and make you talk and realize certain things, but a life coach just goes for the fucking jugular. And so that was like the game changer for me to like really deal with my emotions, like actually like face who I was in the mirror and what I, what, what was integrity to me and what my core values were and that kind of stuff. And once I was like, the mirror was held up, it was like, okay, joke's over. Let's go. Wow. Yeah. And you guys, like, we're not talking about like somebody who's, you know, 200 pounds or 250 pounds or 180 pounds. And it's like, oh, I need to get in shape. Like Janelle, that's like, 750 pounds on a five, six body. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to lose this weight. And I can only imagine that your journey probably feels like it's taking a long time, mm. right? Like, <laughs> oh, this isn't happening instantaneously. And so like one of my biggest questions when I was reading about you is what keeps you going? What, first of all, what has kept you going other than Okay, you have your purpose and your why. Do you, I guess the better question is, do you have days when you're, when you get defeated, when you feel like you don't want to keep going or maybe you're doing all of this for nothing? Like, yeah, uh, definitely. So um, I set small goals for myself and I'm super competitive. So, <laughs> so that, that really drives me like to, if I don't make that goal in a certain amount of time, it, it pisses me off into greatness. So that's something that I constantly am doing. So when I don't accomplish something, it's all my fault at the end of the day. Like I have to take self-responsibility for everything I've done to my body. Everything that I put, no one shoved McDonald's down my throat three times a day. Nobody like made me cry in the corner and hide fucking chocolate bars in the back of my car. Like it's self-responsibility at the, at the end of the day. Like if you don't have that full on like, take responsibility for yourself, then you're probably going to struggle. Like, please rewind that. Everybody rewind that and play it at least 10 times in a row. Cause a lot of people will say, well, because I'm depressed, because I lost my dad, like it's, that's the reason why I'm this way. Cause I'm going through this and I'm hurting so bad. And what's so beautiful about you is you're saying, well, even though I was grieving and depressed and blah, 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 nobody made me make the choices that I made. No, because at the end of the day, your choices are yours. 
Nobody can make you feel anything. You choose to feel that way. So if you choose to feel like victim, victim mentality, woe is me, this life is happening to me, then it constantly will. But the day that you decide that every single choice that I make is my own and I'm responsible for it, you're free. Free. Yeah, because it puts you in a place where you can actually do something about it. Yeah. And it's not sunshine and roses. There are days where I fucking hate this whole thing. I don't want to do cardio. I don't want to drink another fucking glass of water, another protein shake, whatever it is. Like it's, it's always going to come up. But like I said, I can quit tomorrow. I just can't quit today. I love that. You guys follow her on Instagram because Janelle shares like, I love that you share your food. I love that. Uh, I'm like, oh yeah, that looks good. And it always looks so yummy. But what does like a day, uh, what does a day look like for you of like, of eating and exercising? Like, what is your plan? Um, so typically uh, uh, in my perfect world, it would be get up in the morning, go work out and, um, you know, come home, eat breakfast and start work. But that's not a typical day. Like I'm an entrepreneur, I run two businesses. And so it's sometimes it's working out at three in the afternoon or four in the afternoon, like today, or it's, you know, being able to go at 11 or whatever it is. Like it's never, it used to be always 5am. Like I would get up 5am, blah, blah, blah. But if you have kids, if you have different things going on, sometimes it just gets pushed back, but it's a priority. So that's the one thing, like, nobody's going to make me move my body. Nobody's going to go to the gym for me. There's no shake or pill or, you know, magic shot that's going to like do this for me. I have to do the shit if I want to get the result. And maybe the progress is slow. Maybe it's, you know, people are like, oh, you should have lost more weight by now. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I'm not you. <laughs> but like life not- happens, right? Yeah. Oh, every day. What? <laughs> I, I, I will never understand it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, so you, it's a priority. It may not always happen at the same time, kids, life, business, but it's always like, okay, this is a priority. Yeah. There's two rest days a week and I, I love them. <laughs> yeah. okay. I don't live for them, but I love them. And I find when I go to the gym, I just feel my mental clarity back. Like it's one hour where no one can get a hold of me. It's when I shut off everything and it's just me versus me. And it's my favorite time of the day. I love that. And then meal prep, of course, like you have to prep your meals. Like if you don't plan, plan ahead, like you're going to fail because it's like, I just cooked chicken before I got on here because I need protein. Like it's just, you know. You can't like fly by the seat of your pants and hope. Hope is not a strategy. Definitely not. And also like for anybody freaking out or, you know, I get a lot of people like, oh, I hate meal prepping. And it's like, you're going to probably hate a lot of things when you make a big change because it's not what you're comfortable in. It's not what you're used to doing. It's different and it's new. But my thing is, is when something sucks like that and it's hard and it's challenging and I don't want to do it, now I know I have to lean into that part. Like that's, what's going to create the change I'm looking for. And you guys, everything gets easier. It's like you meal prep for like two weeks and you're like, oh, I'm a pro. Like it doesn't take a long time to adapt. And I think people think that it has to be in these proper meal prep containers. I'm not, I'm a lazy meal prepper. Like I'm cooking (laughs) some chicken, I'm making a pot of rice and I have some frozen veggies in the freaking freezer. And like, 
I'll just put different sauces on it every day or put it in a wrap or, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's as long as it's cooked and it's there, I can make something out of it. And you keep it simple. It sounds like. Yeah, very simple. Because <laughs> it's really just about like being healthy, getting the result. Like it, nothing can come in the way of like, like she said, like you said earlier, it's like me and my why. It's like, what's your purpose? You know, you really have to define like where you want to go and then you can't let anything get in the way of that when's your birthday by the way october 17th a libra i am surrounded by libras everywhere everywhere everyone is a libra my husband's libra my mom's a libra you're a libra all my friends are libras and i'm like libra libra everywhere i love I'm you guys. surrounded by scorpios <laughs> that's what i am oh that's what i am and it's weird. your husband's a scorpio yeah we kind of do this a little bit Right. Cause we're both very strong headed, like very stubborn and Libras are like, it's my way or it's no way. Are you yeah, like, yeah. Aha. <laughs> and Scorpio are like, excuse me. Like we'll just sting you with our stinger and show you. No, <laughs> anyways, that's awesome. And then, okay. So we, we've, we've handled the food that do you do cardio? Yes. You do every day. Uh, pretty every much. Day. Yeah. 20 to 30 minutes. 20 to 30 minutes. And then the West, the, the West, the rest is weight training. Yes. Awesome. Um, and how old is your kid now? Uh, I have a 17 year old Lucas and oh. then a um, 13 year old Nola. And she was put on this earth to test me for sure. <laughs> I hear so many parents say that about the second one. That's why I'm one and done. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> We locked out. I'm not trying to like chance that. So this happened when your son was four. Yeah. So if I can math, right, that was what, 13 years ago. Yeah. So has it taken you 13 years to lose the 450 pounds? Is that like, uh, well, overall, yes. But, um, so for the first 10 years was figuring out what I needed to do. It was really like figuring out the, like, I would gain, lose a hundred, gain 50, lose a hundred, gain back 80. And like this constant back and forth. Cause I was in therapy doing all the things, but I, I, I hadn't dealt with the grief. So I was in this constant like loop of gaining and losing, gaining and losing. And I would do really well. And then I would injure myself or, you know, I got pregnant with Nola and like all these different things. So it was just, you know, a constant loop. And in the last, I would say four and a half years has been the bulk of like weight loss that has had not come back. And what was the game changer for you in the last four years? Um, I would just say that probably stopping the bullshit, like really facing myself in the mirror and like looking at myself because I hated myself. I didn't like the person I was. And so when I finally said, okay, you are a badass bitch who's worthy of everything in this life and could stare at myself in the mirror and say that over and over and over again and tell myself I love myself for 30 days straight I, I, I did it and um at the end of it I was just like yeah like you're fucking all in and you're you're worth it wow I love that I love that because a lot of people different people have brought to my attention that sometimes people don't start their weight loss journey or something because they don't feel worthy mm -hmm. That just made so much sense because I think maybe you're, you feel bad about the habits that you've had, or you feel bad about what you let yourself become. Uh, but looking at yourself in the mirror, you feel like a monster. Like, it's just like, what have I done to myself? How can people around me ever love me when I'm like this? I've 
proven to them over and over and over again that I'll never succeed at this. So why should they believe in me? Wow. That is massive. You guys, please rewind that and listen to that a few times. And I love this exercise of looking at yourself in the mirror and saying like, you're a badass, you deserve this. We all are worthy. Like we all deserve to feel our best and be proud of ourselves. And, you know, your children deserve for you to be the best mom. Gosh, I just commend you like so big for like picking yourself up just day after day. Like I'm picking myself up. I'm worthy. I'm going to do this and never quit. I call it one more day in the arena. I'm standing one more day in the arena. And if I take a two by four to the face, I take a two by four to the face and I get back up and I move on. Wow. Janelle, you're epic. Like, (laughs) can we please get your story everywhere? Everywhere. (laughs) So good. Like you are leading by example. And, you know, people are really get, I mean, I'm sure you get hate online. Mm. Oh yeah. So I have my own set of, well, we'll call them haters. And I love you guys. I, thank you. Thank you for all, all the hate you bring. Um, and the way that I speak, I think sometimes mistake my message for saying that like, I don't like overweight people or that I'm mad at them or that I'm this or I'm that. And it's not, it's, that's not my approach at all. It's, you don't have to be that way. And if you're doing the work and you're in the gym and you're trying, like that's really all that matters is getting up every day and choosing you and your health above all else because people think that I think being healthy means you're skinny which I never use that word but that's healthy is not that healthy is eating healthy foods prepping your meals going to the gym drinking your water prioritizing sleep and prioritizing you Mm -hmm. Uh, this whole body positivity (laughs) I I you would think that like me being a bigger person I would be like yeah but I just I don't vibe with it I really think that you have to be body responsible I really think that you have to take life into your own hands and be responsible for the actions that you chose to do and so when I see these women who are like airlines should give us an extra seat because of our size I just think that's complete bullshit like no you did this to yourself why should other people have to accommodate you for your choices it's almost like we're looking at it now like it's something people are like suffering from like being born handicapped or, I mean, there is no responsibility taken. And it's like, this is happening to me when really no. And like, if you can lose 450 pounds, I'm sorry. Like anybody can, you know, there's the excuses of like, I have this disease, like I have Hashimoto's, you know, but I, you have what? Crohn's disease. You guys. And it's not even, It's like, sure, it's there, but like, I refuse to let it win. I refuse to let it take over me and control me, control my actions and just be responsible really for anything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And it it all starts here. I bet you would agree that like your mind is fucking powerful. Yeah, you have to like work on this before you can work on any of this, because if you don't, it'll all just keep coming back. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that about the airplane too, because I was, I flew Southwest yesterday and I paid 50 extra dollars to get like an A1 through A15 spot. So I wasn't in like B55. And then you end up sitting in a middle seat. Like, I don't know. These are just some things that are important to me. I want like on the plane and off. 
Um, and I'm sitting there, we're waiting and they're like, Hey, pre-boarding. And then there's like these two, like pretty obese people who get to board first for free. And I'm thinking like, I'm trying to make sense of it somehow of like, you've got even someone like you or me, who's waking up every day, making really hard choices, really hard decisions. Like I eliminate so many foods that I wish I could eat, you know, go to the gym when you're so tired or you'd rather be with your kids. And then you have like that policy. And I'm just like, this is absolutely crazy to me. And you have to kind of think like, for me anyways, it was like, do I want to get on a plane and wear a seatbelt extender? Do I want all of these people looking at me? Do I like those things to me were very important and, and another driving motivator to like be able to travel and walk when I travel and like be able to do things and go see things and, you know, and so these people that are like almost feel like they're entitled because of their weight. It's yeah. like, you did it. You, nobody shoved food in your face. Nobody. nobody did that. That you was your body. Yeah. yeah. But now here's an interesting point of view, Janelle. Here's someone like you who is doing the work, right? And Most still people. overweight. Still and have still a lot of weight to lose. Yeah. So like, does that ever, do you ever get triggered by that? Like, do you, does anything negative ever come up where you're like, oh my God, like I'm doing the work, I'm doing this, but then like I get treated a certain way because of how I still look. Oh, <laughs> yesterday in the gym. So there was this man and he came up to me while I was doing like extensions. And he's like, you know, sweetheart, if you just stopped eating so much, you would lose the weight. Now, he, this man doesn't know my story. He doesn't know anything about me. He thinks he's being helpful. And so I was like, okay, sir, thank you so much. And then he proceeded to say, he's like, you know, these machines are really made for people who are like a little bit smaller. They oh. can break. And no and I'm like okay let's go <laughs> yeah so it's it, it happens all the time oh my god yeah that's crazy but Janelle again like you guys you're you're so in control of who you are and of your emotions you're you're not even like that shit is like just bouncing off of you and you're like cool I, you know I think something beautiful happens when you almost lose your life or lose the life of someone like your child where it's like you know I was suicidal after I had my baby for a year postpartum and when I survived that I was like what a, like anybody can say, I don't care like I lived through something insane so like little things and big things really stop to matter would you agree oh fully like the little things like when they say don't sweat the little things truly don't like it's it really isn't going to matter in two years what that man said to me isn't going to matter like it doesn't it doesn't it takes more energy for me to like stress about it be negative about it dwell on it all those types of things than it does to be like okay dude thanks peace and keep moving on with my day like my daughter is disabled and she goes through massive adversity every single day and so for her to be able to like put on a smile, be the, the nicest child, kindest, most beautiful human I've ever met in my entire life, for her to have all of these things happening to her and every day she stands one more day in the arena, nothing means more to me than just being her mom. Wow. And like, 
so you just keep getting better and better. So now yeah. you have a disabled daughter. You guys, do you see how your excuses are like absolute bullshit and need to be thrown in the trash so fast? Like, come on. And this is why I love interviewing people like you and, and bringing your story to the world because people will resonate with you where maybe they don't resonate with me or they'll, they'll be faced with like their own excuse like this. Like, mm. oh, oh shit, that's not really an excuse because look at Janelle. <laughs> so yeah. And the biggest thing is you're avoiding the mirror is you need to stare at it. You need to really stare at it. Like look yourself in the face and stare at it. And you will have all of the things come up and you have a choice. You either feel it and move through it as shitty as it is, or you go eat and stuff it down and keep it there and stay in the vicious cycle. Yeah. I, I had a friend say to me the other day, I used to, when things would come up, like you said, when you look in the mirror, they come up. And I think this is what a lot of people do. It's like their shit comes up. They get sad. They're stressed. It's, it's a bad day. And instead of just sitting in it and just being there with that uncomfortable feeling, they shove it down with the food, with the alcohol. And I did that after I had my son, like I didn't want to feel how I felt. And I would just eat the chocolate cake, eat the Sonic, eat the, you know, wine, drink the wine, all the things. And it was such a beautiful way to put it. Like just instead of shoving down what comes up with food and drinking, just let it come up and let it leave. Yeah. It's, it's freeing. Oh, it's so freeing. It hurts in the moment. Like, well, yeah, I, of course you want that dopamine hit. You want that numb that I don't want to feel this. This is too much. But I swear to God, if you just feel it, it only takes like 15 seconds and you can move through it. Yes. And on the other side of it, it's just. <sighs> and, and then there's a little bit of pride and then there's a little bit of self-confidence. Like, wow, I got through that. Like, imagine you're somewhere and this has happened to me. My whole family ordered like two pizzas one day and it smelled so good. And I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm over here with my chicken and rice and broccoli that I brought to my parents' house. And I'm on the floor, literally crying. Like I just got on the floor and I was crying in front of everybody. I didn't care. I was like, this sucks. I hate it. I hate that y'all motherfuckers get to be that size and healthy and not have a disease and eat that fucking shit. And I have to, I can't, I feel trapped. And you know, those things are just reactive thoughts. You know, emotions can't dictate your actions. So I just let, I just laid there and I cried and I let it go through. And then the next day I woke up, I was like, I didn't give in. I lost three pounds. Let's fucking go. I'm a little bit healthier because of it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that practice of just like getting through those moments. Like you said, 15 seconds, boom, it's going to be gone. Like do some burpees, run around your house. <laughs> Go empty the dishwasher or clean your bathroom. Rage cleaning is my favorite. <laughs> my husband is like that. Like when, when we talk and we're, he, we're like having kind of a tiff, he like starts to like unload the dishwasher, and like clean the counters. <laughs> I'm like, okay, pay attention. No. Uh, okay. So amazing, Janelle. But I thank you for, first of all, sharing all that with us. And I want to now get into how you started, what made you start your business? I know people started asking you, um, and what exactly is your business and what all do you do now? Okay. So I, when I started to lose the weight and like, really like 
figure that out. Um, I was working at a Pilates studio and as their admin person. And so she said to me one day, she's like, our coach can't make this training. It's called booty bar. Can you go and take the training? I'm like, I'm 400 and something pounds. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, I don't know how to do ballet. She's like, can you just go? So me and my husband, we go to Victoria, which is like an island here. You got to take a ferry and everything. We go and I get in this room and I'm not joking. Everybody in there is like six foot and maybe like 120 pounds, ballerina, slim, beautiful women. And we're sitting in a circle. And first of all, it took me forever to get on the floor. So then I'm on the floor and she goes around the circle. She's like, tell us why you're here. And I'm like, I'm the biggest one here. I, I'm fat. I don't know why I'm here. I just, I don't know what to do. I'm I'm here. And everybody's like, you're fine. Blah, blah, blah. So we start the day and it's eight hours of choreograph, dancing, bar, <laughs> yoga, Pilates, like all of it rolled into one. And I'm exhausted, like beyond exhausted. I phoned my husband. I'm like, I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, just hang on. You got this. So it was the end of the day. And I look at the instructor and I'm like, thank you so much, but I'm not coming back tomorrow. There is no way I can come back tomorrow. This is like, I, I'm not supposed to be here. And she's like, please come back. You're doing so well, blah, blah, blah. So then I go for dinner with my husband and my fucking husband <laughs> we're sitting there and I'm crying and I'm like I can't do this blah, blah, blah. he goes well, wait a second you can't do this or you won't do this because those are two very different things and if I know anything about you there's nothing that you won't do and I know there's nothing that you can't do so you have to make a choice and I was like Fucker. <laughs> Damn it, you're right yeah, I went back, did a whole other nine hours of cardio, uh, choreographing and all that stuff. And part of the re prerequisite was to get your personal training, your weight training and your fitness theory in Canada. It's called PCRPA. And so when I went back, um, I had to get all these courses. So I signed up for them. Of course, I go to this course and I'm the only girl with like nine bodybuilders and they're eating their rice and chicken and they're just buffed and like crazy and I have to go through these personal training courses with them learning about everything and like showing my body having them measure me and like whatever they were the nicest guys I'd ever met in my life and they really taught me about how gym culture was a community and because I was terrified of the gym like absolutely terrified but we had in, in your personal training and weight training you have to go to the gym and show the instructor that you know how to teach people how to do this so I get certified I send off my video to booty bar I get certified in that. And then I start teaching classes in this Pilates studio and I'm losing weight this whole time. And like doing this, this was like a year process. Wow. And people kept coming up to me like, how are you losing the weight? How are you? Because every time I show up, like I was practicing this booty bar at home, like for like three hours a day, plus doing my regular workouts because I, I had to know what I was doing. And so I was just dropping weight like crazy. And so people were asking me. And then when I got certified to be a personal trainer, I'm like, well, I can train you, I guess. Like I can be your coach. And so I started my personal training business and I would take my little wagon and I would walk to their houses and like train them in their basement, just people in my area, train them in their basements and stuff. And then I'd go home with my little wagon and my bands and all that stuff. And then um, 
I got uh, an opportunity to work at a studio where I could train in an actual gyms type set, like a boutique type gym. Um, and I started training there and then COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I they, everything got shut down. So my business was gone. And at the time, my husband lost his bank job of 14 years. Um, they just no longer needed his position. They, they eliminated it completely. We were $72,000 in debt. Nola's in the hospital and she's sicker than a dog. Like we didn't know what was going to happen. He's out of work. He can't find a job. It's COVID. And Brian Mark messages me on LinkedIn after I posted my resume. Literally it was like five, five minutes after I posted my resume. He messages what? me. What? Yeah. And <laughs> he messages me and says, hey, I see you're a personal trainer. Have you heard of online training before? And I'm like, no. And he says, bro, like I'm 48. <laughs> you're 48 yeah <laughs> oh my god you look so young <laughs> so I like at this point I could be his mom right so I'm like and then I and then he's like he messages me he's doing his dm process or whatever and I'm like oh I'm, I'm good or whatever and then Cole calls me and he's like you need to be in our fucking program you're amazing blah 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 he, and I'm like I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, I don't have time for people who aren't ready. And he hangs up on me. <laughs> and so Brian calls me back and he's like, I really seriously believe that you should be in my program. You have the most amazing story. He's like, you need to be an online trainer so you can spread your message to the world. And, and at the time, my mission was to impact one woman every single day. Like that was my mission. And so I was like, if I could figure out this online thing, maybe I could make a living at it. We had no money at the time. So I had one credit card and I took everything that we had on it and I gave it to Brian. And my husband was livid, like absolutely livid. <laughs> and within one month, I made $4,000. And then the next month I made 6,000 and then 8,000, then 11,000, then 16,000. And it just started to go from there. I became one of their top students. So we, we had built this crazy business. We call them the bombshells. They're freaking amazing women. I had this vision of what I wanted. It was everything that I didn't have in my weight loss journey. So I didn't have accountability. I would see my trainer for three hours a week, but I didn't have any contact with her. I didn't have any nutrition stuff. She just taught me workouts. And so it was like, Everything that I didn't have, I built a program around and I became an online fitness trainer. And because of my story and because I decided to like go all in on social media and talk about it in a very real way and just be me and not try to be like the Instagram baddies on there showing their butt booty all the time. Like as soon as I was authentic and everything, women were just flocking to me and they were like, I want to be a bombshell. I want to be a bombshell. And so we've grown this ride or die community and we hashtag bombshells don't quit. And now it's just like, it's worldwide. We have women in Australia, Spain, France, New York, like everywhere. Oh my God, Janelle, that is epic. <laughs> that is epic. How many bombshells do you have? Oh, well, we had a huge business and then we kind of trans as I took on um, Brian and Cole um, hired me to be a coach on on in PT domination. Um, I was a coach for a year and now I'm actually the program director for the entire company. So when that happened, we I took my low ticket part of my business, which was like a, just workouts and stuff like that. And I, I let go of that part of my business. So we were at about 6000 clients and now we're only at about 
200. 6,000. Was it like a monthly, like, yeah. Just, okay. That that's awesome. So now you're at about 200 and do you run it like group? Is it one-on-one? -on -one? How can people work with you? Um, so we have an app, so they uh, come to our app and they're working with us one-on-one, -on -one, um, me and Coach Nat and Coach Connor. Um, so we have, um, they do get check-ins weekly, they get their uh, macros and calories calculated as they are progressing through, they get progressive overload workouts, whether it be home in the gym. And so, yeah, it's just, it's my baby. I love it. Wow. That's awesome. From falling on the street almost losing your son to COVID having no money to having a disabled daughter to all these obstacles. And you guys, Janelle is still fucking winning. So if you're doubting yourself or if you think you can't because of that, well, I hope this is, this inspires you to put that bullshit aside and just go create what you want to create, whether that's your health, your body, a business, whatever. And I think the biggest thing that I'm getting from you, Janelle, is your purpose has always been so present and so strong, whether it was like for your own health or your purpose that you had to help other women. Yeah, without a vision, there's really no direction in your life. So whether it be starting a business, working in for somebody else, you have to be bought into the vision that also has your core values. So like trust and integrity and all of those things and if you can't be integral to yourself then you're never going to be integral to anybody else so yeah you have to like believe in yourself 1000 percent. there are many trainers out there but I always say to them I'm like I'm sorry but my program is better than yours it always will be no matter what you say because I believe in it that much and I believe in myself as a person that I can change someone's life oh so good so good how long have you been coaching now uh, four and a half years. <laughs> wow. Epic. Um, and if somebody would like to work with you, where can they find you? Um, they can go to our website at bombshellsfit.com or they can go to Instagram, Janelle Wheel, um, and look me up that way. Send me a DM. Send me a DM. Janelle, you like break so many like so many societal norms and, and what should be and oh, it should whatever. Like, obviously you don't have to look any fucking certain kind of way when you have a passion to do something and you're doing it. Like the beautiful thing is Janelle can sit there and tell you what the fuck to do when it comes to your health. Cause she's fucking doing it. Yeah. It's one of the biggest things that women come to me for is because I'm literally in the trenches with them. Like this is not, this is just the start for me. Like this is, there's so much more I get to do and I'm going to compete. I've already competed in a bodybuilding show last October. I did the transform category for summer shredding. And then I'm going to do it again in 2025. When I turn 50, I want to walk across the stage and have my before picture be the, the picture of what I just did. And now compared to what I'm going to be doing now. So, and I work with Don Lamb uh, from DIY body and he's my coach. His coaches me coaches. <laughs> That's so awesome. So almost 50. I swear to God, you're lying. I, I don't, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. October 17th, 1975. I don't know, Janelle. And, <laughs> yes. You guys go to her Instagram and, and scroll through her content. Like her stuff is very, very motivating, inspiring. And, um, that show that you did, like, come on.
I mean, it, the you're fucking rad. You're so badass. Um, and it's who you are. It's not what you look like. It's who the fuck you are. It's what you do. It's how you show up every day that is motivating and inspiring you guys. So remember that when you make your choices tomorrow or for the rest of today. Um, so I'm going to ask you one last little question. What piece of advice can you give to any woman mom out there who's listening right now, who is in a position where they feel hopeless, like there is just nowhere to go, like this is not possible for them? What would you like to say to them? Stand one more day in the arena. Stand tall, straighten your crown, look at yourself in the face and be like, I got this. And if you want to quit, you can, but not today. Amazing. Thank you so much, Janelle. Is there anything else you would like to share with my audience before we go today? Oh, I'm just super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I am honored to have you. I can't wait to share this episode. You guys, make sure you go follow her on Instagram. Send her a DM if you're interested in learning more about her program. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thanks, Janelle.